0: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective, teaching, conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61, from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe
1: Sutton. Hey, how you doing today? This is Pastor Joe Sutton. I know you haven't heard my voice in a while. Um, was, uh, as I promised you back in December, I was going to let some of the uh, the fruit of what we've done over the last uh, 12, 13 years uh, be displayed. Uh, you know, our goal is, you know, is to raise up leaders. And you know, I believe that most of the problems that we face uh, in our world and our church comes from a lack of good leadership and what I mean by leadership I mean biblical leadership serving leadership the leadership displayed by Christ willing to lay down your life uh, for a friend um, make sure you serve others before you serve yourself and uh, I'm happy to say that uh, I'm proud of our young people who are who are going down that road and who are serving and who are giving back and, and have a desire to serve God uh, I, I just want to talk to you today about about uh uh, Jesus said some words that really impacted me. It says that uh, uh, when he talked about John the Baptist and, and and he said, tell John that, you know, that you know, basically he doesn't have to worry. The Messiah is here. And John told his disciples that I have to decrease so that he may increase. And a lot of times that's kind of hard. Uh, I remember going to a conference one time with Miles Monroe and he was talking about leadership succession. You know how, you know, you have to, uh, you know, pick your leadership. And uh, you don't pick someone who's qualified; you pick someone who loves you because their love for you will allow them to keep the vision going way beyond uh what what they may feel or personally have and and having been in that situation of succeeding someone before and wondering why they picked me, I understand you know later on why they picked me because not necessarily that I agree with everything that they they uh, espouse, but I love them so much that I want to see their vision come to pass. And uh when I look at the young people that are out there looking for purpose, looking for a reason for living, and so many of them uh, when you ask them what do you what are you what are you on this earth for? They really don't know and and to find a young person that really has a a plan and, and a vision is um is a great thing you know sometimes it's a rare thing and but I hope it's not too rare in the near future as we seek to create more and more leaders that are out there um all of those young people that you heard from the it. That I did the show the last couple of weeks, they're out there working with other young people. That's part. That's part of uh, our commitment. My commitment to them is that I will pour into them, and then their commitment to me is that they will find someone else and pour into them. And so, therefore, we can we can disciple and create uh, leaders after God's own heart. You know, uh, those four weeks of being off and and, uh, and listening let me know that it's okay for me to decrease. <laughs> as a matter of fact, they even jokingly told me I was done, washed up. Uh, they were going to take my place. You know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be the next ones uh, coming over, taking over the show. And I told them that they can, they can take over a couple of other things while they had it. And, uh, and so, but during that time that I was gone, you know, I, I had a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say, I would say family emergencies. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to call them tragedies or anything like that, but it, it just made me uh, think of some things. And, and when you talk about decreasing, uh, uh, last week I was out of town the whole week, uh, just having to travel a whole bunch. I had to drive down to Chicago on Monday and uh, attend my aunt's funeral. Uh, my aunt, you know, always prayed for me, prayer warrior, um, would share share a word with me. Always give me an email of encouragement. You know she had just emailed me, asked me for a copy of my uh, my son's uh, sermon because he had. Preached at the church, and, and I was going to give her a copy, but as uh, she was praying with her morning prayer group, one of the ladies, um, you know, just had a cold, had a real bad cold, and so she walked to the store, drugstore, to go buy some cold medicine for her, and she got hit by 18-wheeler, just mangled badly, and, uh, and so, you know, it was sudden, it was quick. I mean, she knew the Lord. I mean, she had been in Moody Church for 31 years, been a part of a prayer ministry. There been a part of all kind of different ministries. Everybody at Moody Church knew her. Uh, I mean, it was, a, I, it was my first time ever going to Moody Church. I almost went to Moody Church. I thought it was the library one day, my senior year of high school, and I walked up the steps and I realized it was a church and I ran out of that. I ran, <laughs> I ran back down those steps to find the library. Probably would have changed my life if I went there at that time. But uh, but she just always did pray for us and kept us on kept us a, a, an intercessory prayer covering over us and and so it wasn't a sad day it it was sad that it was so quick but at the same time you knew where she was going you know you always knew you know that it was there and that that you know that 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 she's happy and uh, and and we're happy and then at the same time my father in law has been uh, battling illness for like two or three weeks my wife going back and forth uh, down there to be by his side and and to help him out and uh and he uh just just got tired and uh you know then he he passed away and so we had to go uh down to houston texas to uh to to you know bury him and and so literally i drove back to minneapolis took a shower got in another vehicle and drove down to houston texas and so my body was like tired you know to get down there and to go through all those motions and everything like that. But it was good to be around family. It was good to be encouraged um, by some of the things he accomplished in life that we didn't know about. It's good to know that you know that he's with the Lord. It's always a good feeling to know that. And it, it just made you think about, made uh, me think, think about death. It made me think about death a little bit more, and and um, and 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 death's toll. You know, in Genesis, God told Adam. Uh, the day you eat of this tree, you shall surely die, right? And uh, and Satan used those words to uh, twist and get Eve to partake of the fruit and then Adam partake of the fruit, and we all know what happens. Then they didn't die. Well, they did die, but not death as, as we tend to like to think of death. We we tend to think of death in the physical and not necessarily in the spiritual. When, when, uh, when that sin happened, Spiritual death was passed on uh, for generations and generations and generations. The only thing that could break it was the second Adam, Jesus Christ, coming in and living an obedient life and becoming the perfect sacrifice to to take that sin away, to take death away. So we're born into death. You know, we rejoice when someone's born into the world as a little baby and everything like that. And, and uh, but, you know, basically they're born into death. And then when we accept Christ into our life, we. We we die, you know. We we die to self. We die to self, and we 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 come alive in Christ. Uh, Galatians two twenty tells us that it is no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me, and and the and the life I now enjoy in this body is a result of the Son of God who loved me and gave His life for me. So so we we it's almost the opposite. Yeah, you know I mean you know we're happy when you're born, sad when you die, but then. If you follow following God, you're sad when you're born and you're happy when you die. You know, what I mean? because you know in death you find life, and uh, and the only way we can get that life is to die. We have to. We have to let go. And but the physical death seems to occupy our time and our minds, and more than anything else. You know, I, I weep as I pray for people who either refuse God's love or they simply have strayed away from Him because because they're 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 the walking dead you know what i mean they're 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 really they're really they're really dead they're dead not not dead to sin but dead to life, and when we accept Christ, we become dead to sin meaning death meaning we're unresponsive, you know i mean we don't respond i i, I don't respond to to sin that's just not that's not that's not my stimuli any longer you know what i mean i I respond to the things of the kingdom in the love of the king uh the funerals to me or something that I go to to support people uh, that are there because you tend next to a family reunion. I don't know about in your your family, but in my family, that's when everybody shows up. You know, they won't show up to a wedding. They won't show up at a family reunion, but they'll all show up, you know, at, at the funeral to play those last respects. And, and it, it was good to see all of our family together for the first time. I mean, my family hadn't been together in years. You know what I mean? All my grandchildren, um uh, my children their spouses you know um, there was 23 of us you know what I mean just in my family alone you know connected in my family alone and that was the first time we all had been together you know what I mean where every child and every grandchild uh, was together and, and uh and you know and we were there not the most joyous reasons but we had a good time I mean we had a good time remembering remembering uh dad slash granddad we had a good time uh, you know, with the kids, letting them let the cousins enjoy each other, and the nieces and nephews, and and uh, and brothers and sisters, bringing up old stories. So it was a good thing. But as a believer, you know how how do we how do we view death? And 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 in talking to my 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 grandkids and and trying to get them to understand, my my children understand, you know what I mean. But some of my, some of my grandkids, it was the first time they ever seen anybody close to them. You know what I mean. Even my kids was really like it's the first time anybody ever really close to everybody has really, really passed. I mean, there's been a couple, you know, uncles or distant cousins that, that one or two of my kids may have relationships with. Cause when, when my father actually passed, um, you know, I had one son in the womb and one was only 15 months. So it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't, they don't, they don't even remember, you know, but ironically it was the same time of year, uh, 21 years ago that, that, uh, that my father passed. And, and this is my father-in-law that passed this, this last time, my wife's dad. And, uh, you know, First John tells us that we have passed from death into life. So instead of rejoicing at birth, I wonder, should we mourn? You know, uh, you know, I mean, we. you know, Romans tells us, you know, that, you know, in Romans five twelve says, wherefore is by one man sin entered the world and death by sin. So death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. And so we all walk in this, 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 this death thing if we don't, convert over. That's why it's so important to share our faith. In Isaiah sixty one, you know, uh, Jesus used this verse to declare that the spirit of the Lord is upon me and why was the Spirit of the Lord upon the to, to preach good news to the poor, uh, to heal the brokenhearted, you know, set captives free, set prisoners free. You know, and and that's what we do, you know, and when that is done, there's no there's no reason uh to 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 cry. Our flesh cries. We miss that earth shell. We're gonna miss that person. We're gonna miss that laugh but we know we have the promise that we will see them again. We will see them in a glorified body. We will see them in a whole new way in relationship, and we'll go there. And so it's really a time of rejoicing. You know what I mean? And and uh, I remember the 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 priest because you know he was he was preaching. He said he he was quoting uh, in uh, in Corinthians where it says, Oh death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ." Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And and, and when I when I heard though that, that verse, you know, I just start taking it in backwards. You know, is that 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 I can be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For my work, my labor in him is not in vain. You know, that that which I do for the Lord is not in vain. Though sometimes it may feel that way where it seems like I'm preaching and people are unresponsive. It seems like I'm teaching and people don't get it. Uh, you know, even working with my own family, you wonder, Lord, is it, is it getting in there? But, you know, but I had this promise from God that, that, that my labor is not in vain, that my, that what I do for him is not in vain, you know, because of the victory I have through Jesus Christ, I've, I've already won. And and so even looking at, 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 at death and looking at the grave, they they have no victory over me, you know. If if I truly believe that Jesus has conquered death, hell, and the grave, and that's there, why do I fear those things? You know i i don't I don't fear them, I, and I and I, I really don't. And so I look at it as a, as a different light and uh, as a, a different thing. Especially when someone knows, like when someone doesn't know the Lord, you know, then I I really don't even like being around because it, you know. And I've had to, as a pastor, officiate some funerals where it was not clear. Whether or not that person, you know, uh, was was had made it over or not, and and so you you try to admonish everyone there that made that decision, and and not just a decision like people want to say, well, I've accepted the Lord before, so I got fire insurance, so I'm okay. But I'm talking about to live your life, to live your life abounding, to live your life steadfast, unmovable. You know what I mean? That I mean, you know, and and too often times we still want to live our life our way. We don't really yield. We you know Jesus said if you want to be my disciples, you have to forsake all, you know, and 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 and, and we we don't interpret that all. You know, I mean, we come in there with with you know, oh yeah, I go to church or you know, I I believe in God. And I uh, and I think it's just crucial for us as as when when those of us who know that the spirit of the lord dwells in us is that that we 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 be serious about our mission of preaching that good news of healing the brokenhearted you know going out there and making sure people know uh my my a friend of mine did a funeral uh for someone and he was just hurt he just said nobody there knew what to do no one knew no one no one knew how to dress no one knew how to no one understood death You know, no one understood anything. There were so many different viewpoints. He said these people actually did. Now, he said, how can someone in America not know, you know, not know about 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 God, not know about heaven or hell? You know, what I mean, he said, and I was in a room with a whole room full of people who didn't know. And and I find that to be the case that in the midst in the midst of everything, we, we have generations of people who don't know. And and I think it's our job that we get out there and share and love on them and encourage them. Uh, So we're coming up on a break time. And I want to come back and just talk about a few more verses and some practical applications of of how we look at and deal with this. uh, deal with this subject of being chauffeured into the next life, as I like to say. Stay tuned. You listen to Isaiah 61. This is KKMS 980.
0: I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM980 The Mission, and I'm thrilled to share some exciting news with you. Our sister station, The Patriot, turns 15 in March, and our team is throwing a historic birthday bash thanks to our friends at Lifestyle Financial and Tax. For the first time ever, we are welcoming Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Michael Medved, and Hugh Hewitt live and on stage. This historic event will be on Monday, March 21st at Orchestra Hall, and tickets start at $15. For more information, go to am1280thepatriot.com.
1: What's happening, home? I see you standing there struggling with it, right? Everybody's struggling with it, but we, we don't like to talk about it. Well, talk about it so I'm a, I'm hey, welcome a, back to Isaiah 61, the Radio Ministry of Spirit of the Lord Church. Um, we're talking about talking about the subject of just of, of of death. You know what I mean, and how we look at death and death coming in two forms, the physical and the spiritual. And uh, and to me I, I just fear I, I fear spiritual death far more than I, I fear physical death. You know, what I mean, and and a part of it maybe is just my upbringing, just just how I was raised. Is that I, I've just never been scared. I've never been afraid. I've never been afraid to die. You know, what I mean, I lived in a in a neighborhood and and where you know it happened all the time, and and it just was. I I just was never scared. I never scared if somebody pulled a gun on me or something. I it just didn't scare me. You know, it didn't it didn't bother me. But when I came to be a believer, it scares me the most is is spiritual death. Seeing someone being with people and watching them fall away from the Lord, watching them grow cold, you know, um, you know, the Lord said, don't fear someone who could just take your soul, fear someone that can, you know, take your soul and your spirit. And I, and I've always feared that. And I, and I, and I, not a fear that would make me roll up, but I make sure that uh, I maintain my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I, I talk to him, I walk with him. I, I, I make sure that, I'm listening to him and trying my best to follow him, you know, and 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 I'm hard headed and I make mistakes at times. But, you know, I, I the physical death part has never done that. And doctors always try to motivate you with with uh, with physical death. You know, my doctors always tell me, well, if you don't do this, you know, you're going to die. You do this. And, I, and, you know, my response always is, I don't care. And uh, <clears throat> it doesn't that doesn't that doesn't scare me. I say I look forward to the day that I can see my savior face to face. I, I look forward to that day. I, I cherish that day. I can't wait for that day. And I remember talking to a, to a lady one time and, and she was talking about something and she said, you said, you shouldn't say that. Yeah. You know, you say that, but you know, I know you want to live forever. I said, no, I don't want to live forever. I said, when my time is up, when I complete, you know, my purpose here, I said, I, I really want to move on. I said, I want to be with him. I, I love him. I, I give him my life. I just want to, just I actually hurry up and get there. I'm just visiting here. And uh next thing I know, they brought the social worker in, and asked me, Am I depressed? And trying to figure out was I suicidal. And I said, Look, I'm not suicidal. I said, Just because I long to see Jesus, does that make me suicidal? And then she went on to tell me she was a, a believer too. And that but that she didn't long to see him like I was talking. And I said I said, Well, that's just the problem. I said, That's the whole reason why I accepted the Lord into my life. I didn't accept the Lord into my life. To avoid hell or to have an easy life, I accepted the Lord in my life because I want him. I want to know Him. I want. I want to know Him. I want to be one with Him. And and I, and I said, and so the this the the gap. I, I enjoy the spiritual relationship, but I, I just can't wait to see it, it be more intimate and more closer. And you know, and to our world sometimes that's that's crazy. You're 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 fanatical. You know you know you know your your bearings aren't right. You know your priorities are not in the right place. You know people always tell me, don't you want to see your grandkids grow up and be married and all this kind of stuff and see your kids be successful. And, and, and I look at that and I said, well, yeah, I, I don't mind any of that. I, I don't long for that. I said, you know, I, I, I long to be home. You know what I mean? And so therefore, you know, to, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I just, I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. I'm not going to leave before my time, but at the same time, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to hold on to the things of, of this world. And so when, you, when you're looking at that, you're looking at what we need to do. I, I call death my chauffeur. You know what I mean? That's all he can do for me is usher me into the presence of God. That's all he can do. I, I don't fear him. I don't, I don't wrong him. Uh, he's been around me enough times. You know, a couple of times doctors have said that I should have been gone, and I'm not gone. So I, I'm still here. You know what I mean? But the difference is is that, you know, I just desire the Father. You know what I mean? That's just what I desire. I desire the Father. And my family knows I desire the father, you know what I mean? And you know, in revelations, it says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the power of their testimony. But it also says this, but they love not their lives, even unto death. You know what I mean? When I look at the book of acts, that was a, that was a change factor in the book of acts. We're always trying to recreate the book of acts some way, but the, the issue in the book of acts is, is that they didn't, they didn't hold on to their lives. They, they, they didn't, they, they did things that they knew could be punishable by death and and they didn't back away from it because they would rather do the will of the father than to do their own will and and so so therefore you know death is a reality that we all have to face but it doesn't have to control us in a way and hinder us from being all that God has called us to be because in some in some places you look at Paul is when you read his testimony about how many times he Face death, being stoned, you know, being shipwrecked, being everything like that. But yet he came back out of it, and then he still preached that word. And just how much has changed? If he had backed away at any one point to save his own life, you know, then then we would not know some of the some of the things that we know today. We would not have seen some of the miracles that that were seen, and a lot of people would not have come to the Lord because he would have backed off. You know, and and the, I think the difference is is that how do we view? How do we view ourselves? How do we view our relationship with God? You know, it, it, where's the sense of urgency in what we have? And, and, and I have a sense of urgency, you know, because I don't want to see anybody uh, die in their sins. You know, and I'm at least going to tell them, you know, what I mean, I, I have to tell them, you know, what I mean, you know, that's why God has poured his Holy Spirit out upon us. is so that we can go out there and and we can reach his children that we can go out there and, and help set the captives free that we can go out there you know, and, and teach people the ways of God and the ways of the Lord. And when you look at when I look at the people that, that don't know God and I'm looking whole families not knowing God and, and for generations and you out there, you know, when you're actually working with people and you, you, you know, you look at like, wow, and, and just the simplest things are so amazing to them. And uh, whether you're doing a wedding or a funeral or just to interject those things and they understand it and it's to see the light bulb come on and, and see a whole family change. And it's just a powerful thing and and so therefore, I just want to encourage you, you know what I mean is that that uh you know we all have to decrease one day, you know what i mean and and just as I've been spending the last you know ten twelve years of my life uh pouring into a lot of young people uh trying to create this next generation of leaders uh that that will walk in excellence like Daniel, you know uh we can't prepare for that day, and that's not what I'm trying to say what I am trying to say is this, we don't have to fear that day. You know what I mean? We don't have to fear that day because that is not a day to be feared if you know the Lord. If you don't know him, it's a day to be feared. And but if you know him, it's a day of welcoming, it's a day of, of love, it's a day day of deep encouragement, you know. So I just want to encourage you that as always, you know, uh, you can contact me at uh at www.sotl.org, the Spirit of Lord church.org or go to 3deepleadership.com and then you can uh, hook up with me and send me your comments. Appreciate you. Love you. And I look forward to a great year. A great year of honoring God and winning souls. God bless you till next week.